My assignment, my mandate in the kingdom of God is all about prayer, but I'm not alone. There are plenty of others who are called by God to be intercessors, people who are willing to pray. And so I am so grateful that I don't stand alone. And I'm also grateful because today I get to introduce to you one of my friends and a partner in the work of ministry for prayer. And that is Pastor Lady Elder Deborah Grant. She's coming to the Woman Pray Intensives, which I hope you're coming to as well. And she's coming here today so that we can talk about prayer together. And so I'm so glad that you're here because that's what it's all about. We're going to hear from Pastor Deborah about prayer. And I think you're really going to enjoy this because it's just lighthearted conversation about where she's been and how she landed when it comes to seeking God's face with confidence. Stay tuned because it's going to bless your life. To the grown woman, pray. To the woman looking for answers, pray. To the woman who's busy and just needs a change, pray. Pray, woman. Stop comparing yourself, pray. Stop grumbling, pray. Stop giving excuses. Stop counting yourself out, pray. Stop discounting God. It's time to pray. Welcome to the Woman Pray Podcast. Welcome back to the Woman Pray Podcast. In this episode, we're talking to my guest speaker for the Woman Pray Intensive happening in Baltimore, Maryland, August 26th and the 27th. And I'm super excited about having her tonight because we get to learn more about who is this daughter of God and woman after his heart. Now, as a backdrop, I was introduced to Pastor Deborah from my team in preparation for my annual women's conference. And we were so blessed by her heart for the father. I was so blessed that I had to hear if she was available. And she came, she came and she empowered our women. She encouraged us and gave us direction on what it looks like to hear from God, such a blessing. And so I invited her to help me launch Woman Pray Intensives and she's coming. And so I'm so happy to have author of four books that equip us for effective prayer, teacher at the Spirit of Faith Bible Institute, minister at Faith Christian Center under Apostle Michael Freeman and Dr. Uh, Dee Dee Freeman, wife of Elder Donald Grant and mom of three. So I welcome Pastor Deborah Grant. Come on, put your hands together with me. <laughs> wow, what, what an introduction. Thank you so much, Pastor. Absolutely. You know how much I absolutely adore you. I simply believe that our connection and meeting for this time and season was divinely orchestrated by God. I have been so enriched just by meeting you. And so thank you for allowing me to be a part of uh, what God is doing through you at this time. Well, amen. You know what? When you have a heart for the Father, I think he's doing something in this day, right? And so I know that he started with us when we were 
like many years ago, we'll just put it that way. Many years ago, he started. Long, long ago. <laughs> Amen. He started shaping and refining us so that we could come together. And so I'm so honored to meet you. But even more, I'd love to hear just your journey, because I think it probably parallels based upon what I hear come out of your heart when you speak. So maybe if you could just begin by just telling us maybe when did you give your life to Christ? Tell us about that. Oh my goodness. So uh, we grew up in church. My mom was a Sunday school teacher. And uh, so I don't even remember a time of not being in church and just thank God that she immersed me uh, in that surrounding, yeah. you know, so many people didn't have that upbringing and they kind of had to find their way. Um, but I was in it. And so that was my norm. I was used to being in the house of worship and uh, outside of even the church that we grew up in. My mother um, was a very astute studier of the Bible. And so she would go to tent revivals and camp meetings and she would always have her notepad out beside her, her bedside. And so um, I just got, you know, used to be in that environment and she exposed me um, to different uh, ministries of the Holy Spirit, the gifts of the Spirit, all of that. I didn't know I was being set up, yeah. you know. <laughs> you think you just, you know, you think you just tagging along, but, yeah. um, you know, so I got baptized, I think it's seven years old. Wow. And um, I was in the children's choir and, okay. you know, matriculated onto the teen choir and then I became an usher. But, you know, the common thread when I look back, in every uh, organizational group that I was in in church, they always had me be the chaplain. How about that? And I never really put it together. Like, why do why, I, I can be the treasurer <laughs> or I can be the minute taker or the yes. note taker or the person that organizes the fundraisers. Why am I always the chaplain? But yeah, God was weaving it together. God was weaving it together. Yes. And I even think about... Um, you know, how sensitive I became even as a child where I could overhear, you know, because parents in that day didn't allow children to be in a grown person's space. Yeah. Children had to kind of stay in their space, you know, or you would be uh, called frisky, you know, you're being frisky. <laughs> <laughs> grown folk conversation. Get out of grown folks conversation. But I could overhear different things. And I would go in my room and weep and cry oh. to God about whatever it was I heard. Or I could, you know, see someone not feeling well and it would bother me. And I didn't understand, you know, growing up why I was so sensitive, why it just, you know, stuff made me cry. And yeah. I was so touched and, and connected to other people's trials and situations that wasn't any of my business. And um, it just it just journeyed from there, you know, and as I got around more seasoned and mature men and women of God, they begin to identify and give it a name. <laughs> what, you know, uh, intercession, prophetic, you know, person of prayer, all of those things that I didn't know what I was doing without the title. Yeah, yeah, that's fantastic. I mean, it does speak to how God has a plan for us before the beginning of time. And he just brings us like he just causes us to walk in it if we're just following him, if we're just led by him, allowing him to be the Lord of our lives and allowing him to speak and 
It's a beautiful thing. Yeah. We just discover it. It's like you yeah. discover what he has placed upon your life and you find yourself. That's why when a lot of people ask what, you know, how do I know my purpose? It's like, what are you already doing? What, what bothers you? What, what stimulates you? What excites you? What ignites you? What, what problems do you see that you wish you could solve, you know? And a lot of times you are already involved in whatever it is that you're called to do. You just may be doing it in a secular arena or, you know, something outside of, of serving in the ministry, but really um, it, it's almost like a, a flag that identifies uh, what God has in store for you. And so we really just kind of discover it. Amen. Mm -hmm. So here's another question then. So what have you learned over the years about prayer that you'll never forget? Like something that's just really stuck in your heart to always keep in the forefront of your thinking and your ways. Mm. I, I think my favorite thing about prayer is that God talks back to me. Yeah. And you know... <laughs> Yeah, people don't know. It's like they think it's just work and no, no benefit. It's a monologue. People think it's a monologue. And what am I going to say? And what? Is, what? How, how do you know how to keep talking? And, and so, yeah. once I discovered that it's really birthed out of a relationship, and that God wants to talk back to me. It took the weight and the pressure and the work and the duty mm -hmm. out of prayer. And it became such an escape and a delight and a release. You're talking my language. <laughs> you know, it's like, how do you live without it? Yeah. I don't, I don't even know. Like, I, and, and so people often ask about how long do you pray? But um, I don't know if it, who was it, Shambach, Smith, Wigglesworth, someone said, um, I don't go anytime without prayer, you know? And so it's like a constant connection with God where I'm constantly listening. And I think for me, that's the most um, wonderful discovery that I've had about prayer is that the part of listening to God, I'm still in prayer. And sometimes my kids are coming to my study or they'll come in the room and I'm just sitting there just kind of, you know, like this. And I said, what you doing? I said, I'm praying. <laughs> you know, you were, you saying nothing. Yeah, I'm listening to God. Uh-huh, I'm praying. Like, praying. <laughs> but you ain't saying nothing. He's talking. Uh-huh. And That's I want to hear what he's saying. Because I did ask him about some things. And it's like, when does he get to respond? Some, some, you know, so often we're so busy, we yeah. get that Martha spirit and we're doing things that are needed and, 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 but there's something more needful because he can tell you one thing that will just revolutionize your whole day and, and take all of the busyness out and give you a solution that'll just, you know, simplify everything you were trying to do. So that's my favorite part of prayers when I get to listen for God to respond back to me and the ways he does it Pastor Quinn you know is is so unconventional yeah. I, could be, I could be looking at a television show and I'll be like that's, that's what I asked God I mean he just he when you when you lean in you uh -huh. will hear his voice and in and and of course the written word of God we know that's God talking to us all day but sometimes we, we ask and we're not we don't know how he responds yeah we want it to be so formal mm -hmm. and you can be reading something and it just leaps off the page 
and God is talking back to you. So that's, that's my, yes, that's beautiful. And that's why I'm having women pray intensives because so many people are just not aware and they're living as Christians, believers weighted by life when we have mm. the answer. So it's yeah. just so necessary to say, come mm. on, ladies, let's come together and let's really talk about how you don't have to complain. You don't have to live with the weight. You don't have to live like that because you have a savior and he's very present, right? He's just near. He's not distant. I mean, when I gave my life to Christ, just like before that, I used to think of God as like Casper the ghost. Like mm -hmm. so far, he's really not relevant until I die. So I could just do whatever I want. Um, but once I came to Christ, like you, no, there is relationship. Oh. So as much as I may sacrifice and spend time and pursue, he responds. He responds. That's actually my favorite scripture, Jeremiah 33 and 3. He said, call upon me and I will answer you. I will answer, answer you, you and show you things that you don't know about. I love that part of me it. Me too, me too. So let me ask you this. Do you have like maybe something, it's probably intimate if you don't want to share, it's fine, but can you share maybe the most intimate moment with God in prayer, your most intimate moment? Mm. Let's see. I would say... Um, I mean, it's it's like every day there's something he just blows my mind about. Honestly, yeah. I, I encounter things throughout the day that I know, God, especially when you pray in the spirit yeah. and then things just begin to come to you that you just needed answers and solutions. And it's like, it, it just, he causes those things to begin to work together. And you know, it's because you prayed about something you didn't know to ask about. I know. <laughs> I didn't know to ask you about that, but you know I needed that. Exactly. So you went ahead and released it, caused things to come together for that answer. But um, I would say my very first encounter with uh, Holy Spirit leaving an impression upon me. Um, I remember um, I was driving and I had an open vision. This was the very first time I'd ever experienced this. I was quite young in the, in the things of God, but yet God was starting to expose some of the giftings in me. Yeah. And uh, I remember just having like an open vision of a young man running across the street in front of my car. And so I kind of break, but it was no, you know, it was no one physically there, but it was like yeah. an open vision. And so it kind of stayed with me for a couple of days. And so I shared it with someone who was more seasoned in the word. And they said, you know, that was probably an open vision. And God wanted you to pray for that individual that you saw run across the street. And if you had to slam on brakes, could it be that maybe they're running and they may be in you know, traffic or something? And, and so I've just begin to pray. And a few weeks later, I'm driving down the street and this young man darts across the front of my car. He, he passed my car, but cars were just you know, slamming on brakes. And I said, oh my God, I was a part of that. Yes even this young man's life and when I just when I just stopped and not even the focus on me but how much God loved that young man yes. that somebody was praying for him but God needed someone to connect and get in a group just the whole working of how he got I, I was like God how do you love us like that Glory. and I gotta know more about this I want, and so that for me sent me on a, a hunger 
yes. you know, trail to, to study about prayer and to know more about this loving God that is so concerned about everything in our lives. And so yes. that just blessed me and it was so unforgettable. And what's really interesting about that, it kind of reinforces the point that prayer is not just about me, myself, and I. It's because yes. if when you're when you have a heart for prayer, God is calling you to come come to Him not just mm. for yourself but for people all around you. Yes, just don't know and just like what you're what you saw in the vision, someone running, but they needed an intercessor so they, they would not be dead in the street. Oh. So some of the things that we're dealing with around us, could it be that it's because people are not willing to pray beyond themselves? Beyond themselves. He said, I sought for a man among them that was standing in the gap and make up the hedge. And so what, I mean, just to be available to God, yes. you know, God, if there's a need. And one of the things that I found myself asking God now is what, what is it that you want me to ask you about? that's good you know we get up and we just get in our routine and we stop praying for certain things that we, we know we need to cover but there are some times when we need to say god where is there a need yes. what, what is what is something that the enemy is strategizing that needs to be stopped because i don't like to be reactive in prayer i like to be proactive in prayer yes. so i want to be ahead of the enemy so when he gets there it's like oh i'm too late <laughs> God didn't already bust me out. Can't do it here. <laughs> so what do you think most people have wrong about prayer? Mm, I think they think it's something they have to do. Uh-huh. And not something they get to do. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> it's a privilege. privilege. Yeah. If, if, we, if we could have Oprah on speed dial, hmm. if we could have Bill Gates on speed dial and Tyler Perry and whomever else, Barack Obama, Michelle Obama, if we could have these people on speed dial whenever we had a question about business or, or finance or whatever it is, what we would dial them up and get on their last nerve until they block us from calling. Them. But we have 24-7 access to the Ancient of Days, God, to yes. the omnipotent God, to the everywhere looking at everything at the same time. And we want to talk to everybody but him. him. And I just think that, I think if people would take the struggle out of prayer, yeah, where I don't know what to say and I don't, I can't, I'm not as eloquent as Pastor Quinn. I don't know how to put all of the words together. And I just don't, I just sit there and I'm quiet. Well, that's a good place to start. Yeah. You know, just, just take his word. I tell people, just take his word, take a promise and say, God, you said yes. in Psalms 23 that you're my shepherd and I don't have to want for anything. And so I thank you today. I don't have to want because you said right here, you're my shepherd. And yes. so I receive that in Jesus name. Amen. And you don't understand what you just unlocked upon your life, calling him your shepherd. Yes. And it wasn't deep. It wasn't long. It wasn't drawn out. It wasn't eloquent but it was pure and it was through the faith and the word of God and that's a prayer that God responds to amen that's good stuff ladies can you see why pastor Deborah's coming to woman pray intensives I'm telling you you want to be there it's going to be rich in Jesus's name praise God so Pastor Deborah, I was looking at some of the books that you've written, one being Powerful People Praying Together, and I wondered what inspired you to re write that one. 
I love that story about Peter being kept in prison because, you know, we can look at, um, it's really the whole story is about the prayer of agreement and the power of corporate prayer, uh -huh. you know, um, because so many times we, we want to be, you know, we isolate ourselves. And when we have prayer meetings and times where we come together as a corporate body, you know, people think that's for an elect few, a, a group of spe specified people, but we're all called to pray. Everyone yeah. is called to pray. And so I love that when he was in a time of need, the church came together to pray on his behalf. And then miraculous things were happening that they didn't even know were taking place while they while they were praying. Yes. There's a scripture that says, called upon me and while, you, while you're yet speaking, I will hear you. Uh -huh. And so they were still praying and it happened so fast that Peter was released and came to the place where he, and I thought that was amazing that he knew where to go. He said, now this is something supernatural that has happened to me. The angel has come and unlocked my chains and let me out. I think it's some people praying on my behalf because this is supernatural. And he goes where he knows the supernatural power of God is being released in prayer. And the girl Rhoda goes to open the door and she shuts the door because she's like, it couldn't have happened that fast. And so there's some things God wants to speed up in our lives that he wants to happen. You know, we think it got to take years, but God says it can happen immediately. We'll just get together and release our faith and pray. And that's why this conference is so vitally important. I'm telling you, I believe by the spirit of God, it's going to be like a chiropractic adjustment. Woo! You know how when you go to see a chiropractor uh -huh. and you have, have some aches and pains and some stiffness and you don't even know what needs to be adjusted, but they start, he start creaking, creaking stuff and straightening stuff and, and bending stuff. And all of a sudden now you got movement that you didn't know and now you're free. Everything, I'm telling you, this conference is going to be a, chi a spiritual chiropractic adjustment. There's some adjustments you don't even know you need to make, but the spirit of God through this powerful woman of God and this time that we're going to set aside, he's going to make some adjustments, some tweaks that's going to cause you to have some motion and movement and freedom that you've never experienced before. Amen. Amen. I have so many more questions, but I don't have so much more time. <laughs> but I just want to say you are a woman after God, which makes you a woman after my heart. So I thank you so much for being with me this evening. Hopefully the ladies were, uh, were able to tune in. I know that if they did tune in, they'll be blessed. And even more, I'm praying that once we get to Baltimore for the intensive, we'll be able to hear even more from Pastor Deborah, just her journey. Journey, why she wrote various books. She has plenty of books. You also make sure that you pursue her website to get a copy. Uh, to hear more from Pastor Deborah, again, we'll be in Baltimore, Maryland, August 26th and the 27th at New Beginnings Highway Church. Ladies are registering from all over Maryland. We even have some coming from New Jersey, as far north as Michigan, and as far south as Virginia. So make sure you're there. 
there. We're coming together to be trained. Um, yes. I know that you heard nuggets tonight that will encourage you and hopefully motivate you to say, okay, I've got to grow. I've got to be stronger yeah. in my fellowship with the Father because life has more for me than what mm. I'm seeing. And I encourage you, if that's where you are, make sure you're at. Uh, you're with us in on August 26th and 27th. Pastor Deborah, I wonder if you'll pray for the women listening tonight who maybe just need a word of encouragement. Amen. And so it's not by happenstance that you have tuned in tonight. You know, God has you on the forefront of his thinking. And I know this conference has been just, you know, divinely set up for you to minister to you. And so we just want to come in agreement with the desires of your heart on this evening. And so, Father, it's in Jesus' name that we just come and we release our love, faith, and agreement for every daughter every woman of God that's sitting here listening on today. And Father, we just thank you that you have created a hunger and a thirst. You said those that hunger and thirst after you shall be filled. And we thank you, Father, that even on tonight, you are ministering to those places in them that only you know about, those secret conversations that they've had with you early in the morning, at night when no one is up but them, you know exactly what they've been conversing with you about. And so we're asking you to begin to minister, to begin to unlock and unveil the answers and the solutions and even the adjustments that they need to make. And we just come in agreement with the secret desires and petitions of their heart. We thank you that your word says, this is the confidence that we have in you, that if we ask anything according to your will, we know that you hear us. And since we know that you hear us, we know we have the petitions that we desire of you. So we thank you for a move of your spirit that will cause an unforgettable encounter in their lives from this day forward. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. 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 Well, I knew this was going to be a lot of fun. I figured this is going to be an easy interview. I've never interviewed in my life, <laughs> but I figured you're a pro. You're a pro. <laughs> It's easy when you love the person that you're talking to, right? You got you know. things in common. You don't mind talking about the topic. So it's a beautiful thing. So, okay, ladies, I'm going to encourage you to like, comment, and subscribe to the channel. And make sure that you follow Pastor Deborah. If you go on Facebook, she's going to correct me if I'm saying it wrong. But it's DebraGrant.org. That's her website. You want to go there. That's where you can get her books. She has several of them. And I'm hoping praying that she's going to bring the books to the intensive. She's also on Instagram under dlgrant1, or you can go on Facebook under Deborah Grant. Um, but I'm so grateful that she's come. She's rich with information, rich with the training that we all need so we can be stronger and better. So ladies, don't miss the intensive. And if you do miss the intensive, make sure you go to Pastor Deborah's page because she has shows that come on. What's, what's the rhythm of your shows. Talk about your shows for us. So I do a uh, bi-weekly podcast called Tuned In, and it's on YouTube under Deborah Grant Ministries. And I'm specifically talking about how easy it is to hear the voice of God. We tune into everybody else's frequency, but we need to tune into the voice of He, Him, Holy Spirit. And so I've been talking about being intentional um, this year. That's my word, intentional. And so we, if we're intentional about hearing from God, we will indeed hear from God. 
Yes, we will. Well, thank you again, Pastor Deborah. Thank you, woman of God. Me. You all, you have a great evening. And ladies, you all have a great night or day. And we'll see you August 26th and the 27th for Woman Pray Intensive.